it's much easier to be in the giving side than the asking side or the needing side. So as long as I can be in the giving side in every aspect of my life, I really try to, you know, to do everything in my power to actually be at that side and to justify it. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by Jay Ventures, a community-driven VC funded in Silicon Valley in partnership with Loomi Tech and sponsored by Hippo Insurance, Turing, Upwest Labs, and Hillel at Stanford. This one is about impact and a lot of impact. Meet Bacheva Moshe, manager of Polim high-tech activity at Banca Polim. Bacheva is the manager of Polim high-tech activity, the banking arm of Banca Polim for startups and high-tech companies. Prior, she served as the strategic consultant to the chairman of Banca Polim, and beforehand, Bacheva was the CEO of Unistream, one of Israel's most influential and impactful NGOs that narrows the socioeconomic gaps by empowering youth and young adults from underprivileged communities to establish startups and integrate into the high-tech industry. Bacheva Moshe, welcome to my show. How are you? Great. How are you? Thank you for Hi. having me. I'm, I'm so uh, grateful to have you here. We're going to have a fantastic conversation. The truth is we already had a fantastic conversation and, and, I'm, and I'm extremely lucky because I get to have two conversations now where everybody's just going to get to listen to one of them. So I am the winner of this whole situation. Thank you for making <laughs> the time again. But Sheva, the impact that you've had uh, on people around you uh, is phenomenal. I can't think of, you know, many people who've had this extraordinary impact. Uh, all the way from your work with Unistream and today your work with Polim Hightech and your work with helping people find jobs. And I think that it all speaks to this overarching idea that you shared with me about making a greater impact. And I'd love to just, you know, go back a little bit through your story and hear from you what, what went down. How did you get to where you are today and where you're headed? Where should I start? <laughs> At the beginning. All the way to the beginning. <clears throat> Okay, so I was uh, born and raised to a really Zionist family. Uh, my father made Aliyah from the U.S. And uh, it was really a part of, you know, my education, uh, thinking about Israel and, you know, creating an impact. Um, and um, when I was a teenager, I started doing a lot of uh, volunteer work. Of course, I was a part of a youth movement, uh, you know. And, um, and when I, uh, finished uh, my high school, I, uh, I, I joined the national service and, uh, I was the head of a branch of, uh, of Neakiva, which is a, one of the largest uh, youth movements in Israel. And for the first time I was in what's called the uh, Ayarot Pituach, which is like, uh, I don't know how to translate that. Um, but, um, I was a head of the branch there. And for the first time I met, you know, teenagers and, and kids that, you know, didn't have the best uh, starting point and had a lot of challenges in their lives in order to strive and in order to be successful. And uh, for me to meet them and to see people that are coming from, uh, you know, a challenging uh, socioeconomic uh, situation, it gave a lot of insights of what kind of person do I want to be or do I want to become? And in addition, how lucky am I? you know, to come from a, a strong family that could, you know, guide me throughout this very difficult life and, and start a some, sometimes really scary life. And uh, I, I decided to, you know, to dedicate a lot of my time in the future uh, to try to make this place better and to try to give people that didn't have the same opportunities as I did 
big opportunities and new opportunities to become uh, successful, to go on the right path, uh, to have opportunities to choose their future. So uh, when I um, met my uh, amazing husband called Chai, actually it was a part of my national service. I met him there. Uh, we decided, uh, when we decided to get married, we thought where will be our first home. And we heard about this uh, phenomena called young communities of uh, uh, families uh, that are going all over Israel to the periphery, to the peripheral uh, areas to build their, uh, you know, homes there and try to create an impact from the inside, try to become a part of the community, improve the education system, volunteer, uh, work with the welfare department, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, we heard about ACO, uh, which uh, was at that time considered to be a challenging place. They've been through an amazing uh, path uh, because of a great leadership in the town. Uh, but at that time, it was after uh, the second Milchem Zavanon of Shnia. And, you know, the uh, moral of the community was really, really uh, down to earth. Right. Um, and and many strong families have left the town to different locations, and and the situation became even uh, tougher than it was before. So we, from you know, from today to tomorrow, decided to move to Akko. We're both from the center of Israel, and we uh, find a, an apartment there in some really, you know, challenging neighborhood. Let's call it that. And, uh, and started our, we were very young. I was 22 years old and we started our first, you know, uh, journey there. Um, and I, I met, you know, difficulties all around me. People that really their starting point of life is really, really, really challenging. Everything I knew before, even in my national service, service didn't even come close to the situation we met there. And, uh, and the socioeconomic situation was really bad for, I would say even the majority um, of the residents uh, in the town. And it was, uh, I was pretty desperate because I saw so many amazing organizations working, working in ACO and trying to create an impact. And you know, when you're looking at the big picture, it doesn't really seem like something is, is moving around, even though there are so many good people that are trying to, to create a better future and a better, you know, presence for this place. Uh, when I was uh, 25, a few years after we moved to ACO, I heard about uh, an organization called Unistream. I never heard of them before. And uh, I came to understand that they have uh, an entrepreneurship center in ACO, actually like uh, a street across from my apartment. Amazing. And, um, and I, I went for an interview to lead the center, the entrepreneurship center in ACO. Uh, when I first came into the center, I saw these teenagers, you know, like, like uh, signing uh, in their eyes and talking about their startups and their fundraising and about their investment committee and all of that and 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 telling me uh, what they're doing and I was like oh my god there is like a, a different thing going on here and I I came to uh, learn about the organization it was already uh, about eleven years old uh, and the idea was that uh, instead of like telling you you know become a leader, you know, fulfill your dreams. Let's give you the, the pathway. Let's give you the tool in order to change your economic situation and become a part of the startup nation for real. So the methodology of this organization says that uh, it will start early enough uh, with teenagers, which is a, a very important stage of their life because it's before the army. 
It's before the university. And it's uh, soon enough in order to change, you know, the way you finish high school. Um, so let's give you everything you need, the network, the knowledge, the experience in order to do entrepreneurship, to establish your own startup company. And we'll walk you through this process. Uh, and eventually, first of all, you'll understand that there is a whole world out there that you weren't familiar with. And in addition, uh, you'll, know the, you'll know the people, you'll know the opportunities that you potentially have in order to choose differently or in order to have a different life than, you, you know, you, the, the sky has written for you. I don't know how to translate that, but um, I fell in love in the organization. So I was the head of the center for one year. I led a few uh, startups, a few groups of teenagers. And uh, a year after that, um, I became a part of the management. It was uh, a management team. It was a real small organization. We All, all in all, we were 20 people. Wow. Uh, and uh, it was really cool. I had a lot of fun, but I thought we could do more than that. Um, three years after that, I had a, like, a, a meeting with the chairman of the organization. His name is Ronnie Tarum. And uh, I didn't really know him before. I saw him a few times. We never talked. And uh, it was a really good conversation. And I was like uh, uh, on my way out of the organization because I felt like I gave everything I could in this, you know, scope. And, you know, I can't do anything more in, in my specific uh, position. And I don't have where to grow to. Uh, above me, there is a CEO and that's, that's it. And, and finishing the conversation, he says, can you be the next leader of Unistream? And I looked at him. I was 29. I didn't really manage, you know, uh, something meaningful in the past. In the past, I, I looked him in the eyes and said, of course, of course I can. And, uh, right. and he's like, okay, pretty much from now on, you're the new CEO of Unistream. So uh, even though it was a small organization, about 5 million shekels of the budget and uh, 20 empl employees, about 500 teenagers, I felt I received the opportunity of my life and I decided that, you know, nothing will stand in my way and I'll be the best thing that ever happened to Unistream. And, and I really tried to, even though I thought that there is a lot of knowledge and a lot of skills that I don't have. But, you know, I really wanted to, to be successful and create a big impact. And I think that, you know, there, is, it, there isn't anything um, stronger than will. In Hebrew, there is uh, the phrase, and it's really true. So um, really the day after starting changing the organization and, and, and pretty much making, making it bigger, um, more like uh, creating a larger uh, impact. And when I mean larger, I, I, I was talking about not only location and the number of participants. I understood that we, we need to take it to the next step because before that we were working only with teenagers and we weren't there for them for real in the day after when they're actually starting their life. And that's even more important than working with teenagers because that's the first time they're going out to this big world, this scary world, and no one is, you know, a, a, on their back taking care of them. So we started uh, creating all kinds of alumni program and then training program to become a part of the high tech industry, training for all kinds of positions and placement program in order to actually make sure that our uh, alumni are integrated into the companies and then all kinds of programs to the communities and the parents and everything else. And from, you know, for like uh, in one year or two years, this organization became like a uh, multinational organization working 
in about 100 locations in Israel, working in the United States, uh, more than four times the budget. And um, so many people involved. We have we had more than 5,000 people that volunteered in UNICEF. Everyone in the ecosystem, in the high-tech ecosystem, uh, were a part of UNICEF. And we had this big, huge event uh, in a Chalat Albut every year called the Entrepreneur of the Year competition. Uh, and uh, 3,000 people have came to this uh, competition to see UNICEF. And it really is un unbelievable. And, you know, it, I was really inspired by, by you know, looking at this at the high-tech industry and the way that they, they like, chose to be involved and to contribute and to be a part of this amazing journey. Uh, so about a year, about a year before uh, I left Unistream, I came to the conclusion that, okay, you know, you need to, to say goodbye when you have the energy like day one and not too late. Um, and when I looked around me, I thought that if I want to create even more impact, I need a, I need a phase in my life in the business industry. Uh, because it's like the missing part. I'm talking about entrepreneurship. I'm talking about business, but I have never been actually a part of any kind of of a business institution or a startup. Um, only in the impact, yeah. So only in the social impact aspect. And and I felt like it's like some kind of a deficit that I have, and I need to overcome. And uh, I was starting to talk with some CEOs of uh, big high tech companies, and. Uh, Actually, not many because I was really, really focused. I wanted specific companies that I could look at and say they're not only, you know, successful, they're doing some kind of an impactful aspect. They have some, some kind of an impact of changing the world. I can give some examples, but anyway, I was in this uh, starting to talk with all of those uh, CEOs. And then I had like a, a pretty unexpected meeting with Oded Iran, the Honor uh, which was uh, the former uh, uh, chairman of Banca Polim. And he was like asking me, even though I, I never told him I'm, I'm about to leave or uh, I'm thinking about it, he was uh, asking me, you know, what, what are your plans for the future? And I told him I, I made a decision. I need to move to the uh, business world. I need this uh, uh, phrase in my life. Uh, and I, I told him, you know, I'm looking at this company and this startup and this uh, high-tech uh, company, et cetera. And he's like, okay, you're going to your comfort zone. Listen to me. You want to learn about business? Really to learn about the business world? Come to Banca Polim, work with me. So uh, I was like, oh my God, the, the amazing, amazing chairman of Banca Polim called me. You know, what do I know about banks? Nothing, actually. Um, but he really, I don't know why, he really believed in me. And he really wanted me to come. So I thought about it for a day, even though I said a week. And I waited another day, so I wouldn't look too enthusiastic about it. And then I texted, I texted him, okay, boss, when do we start? So um, seven uh, months after that, because I had to give a, a long notice for a unit frame, uh, seven months after that, a, a year and a half, uh, a, a year and a half ago, I started working with him as a, as the strategic consultant for the chairman of Banca Poly. And for the first time, I was, I was sitting, you know, in all of the board meetings, and with, you know, all, all kinds of strategic conversation and big projects and big things that are influencing not only the bank, but the whole economic, uh, you know, you could say the whole economic industry of Israel, because this, this organization is really large and, and manages so much money of, of the public. And there are so many important decisions and, and responsibility that we, we have to take into consideration. 
uh, in everything that we do. And and I have to say that from day one, I was uh, trying to find a place of myself to continue the social impact and not only the business journey that I decided uh, to take. Because, you know, eventually when I wake up in the morning, this is what I'm looking for. You know, how did I make this world better? And it's not like, you know, uh, how do I say that? It's not like a gimmick or something like that. It's really what makes me, you know, smile in the morning. Uh, uh, so when I started uh, at Banca Pauline, pretty quickly I joined Pauline Bakila, which is the foundation of Banca Pauline that is responsible for all the social activism of the bank, which actually does so many amazing things. You know, but being in the side that actually have the resources is really different. Is really different than being in the side that always asks for the resources. I can't say I can't say which side is better because there is something that uh, there is you know a meaning for you actually doing the things and not only you know um, deploying the money to other organizations to do. But I I, I think that we in Banca Pauline really try not to be only you know the money givers, but actually involved in the organization empowering them, guiding them, you know, helping them grow in so many ways, doing, uh, initiating a lot of projects of our own. Uh, but still, it was a journey. It wasn't easy for me this uh, past year. Um, and uh, a year after that, uh, first of all, unfortunately, uh, Odederan has passed away. Uh, of course, it was very sudden and he was an amazing person. And I am so privileged to have this, you know, 10 months of working with him. I learned so much. Uh, mainly, uh, not only about business, as he promised to, to, to teach me that, but about, you know, seeing a person that he's so high level person, you know, you, one of the, you know, most wanted positions in the, in the market, probably. But he was really, really, really a modest person. And, um, I, I'm always saying that, you know, I learned Anava from Oded. So he who he and uh and were whenever wherever we we went he was always thinking about the people thinking about the, the you know the small person that's in the room asking him how he felt and how can he help him etc and for me it was amazing looking up to him and learning from that okay so the last thing that we talked about was this understanding of impact joining a, a polym and working with with your phenomenal uh, with your phenomenal phenomenal partner, and then transitioning now to a, a different opportunity that is uh, making a huge impact in the ecosystem, and uh, and that's part of your bigger trajectory as well. Yeah. So uh, actually, when uh, Oded was sick, and uh, I understood that you know soon he will be leaving the bank. Unfortunately, I, no one thought it will be so fast. Uh, I started thinking about my next step and uh, I thought I want to, you know, go back to be uh, more close, closer to the impact industry, let's call it right. that, and to to find a more accurate spot for me that will combine my values and will keep me at this path of, you know, learning about the business world and, and you know, uh, growing my scope uh, of knowledge and all of that. And uh, then uh, there was the opportunity to join Polymitech, uh, which is uh, the banking arm of Banca Polyam for startups and uh, uh, growth uh, companies. And, uh, you know, the high-tech industry eventually, I think, is, is, first of all, it's the most amazing industry because really 
There, there is much more than that, just doing business. It's growing the nation. It's growing opportunities. It's a, uh, it's a sector that you know doesn't see, um, you know, background or a socioeconomic uh, situation or nothing like that. It sees the potential. It, it, it's you, and this is why you can, you can see so many entrepreneurs that are coming from, you know, surprising backgrounds and all over the world, and specifically in Israel. Uh, and I think it's an amazing platform for people to change their their future, like we talked before about Unistream. Right. And in addition, there are so many fields in the high-tech industry that improve the world. So everything uh, in that uh, makes me feel that I'm uh, in the right spot because on the one side, I'm doing business. You know, I'm actually a banker. You can say that I'm giving services to the startups and credit lines and everything. And we're uh, leading a fund-of-fund program, investing in uh, VCs um, and uh, doing all kinds of other things that has to do with banking services to the high-tech industry. But in addition, there is so much uh, space for innovation and uh, so much uh, room for you know growing the ecosystem and giving values and contributing our aspects to the startup nation. And I, I always say in Polymitech in every pitch that every opportunity that I have, that I see that as Zionism because eventually, you know, this is uh this is the leadership of the of the business industry in Israel. This is the future of the business industry in Israel. And every everyone says, you know, that the COVID uh, showed that more than ever when everyone sank down unfortunately in, in so many sectors in the business uh, uh in the business industry went down. The high tech went up, you know, unbelievably and gave so many opportunity, economic opportunity, um, you know, uh, placement opportunity, uh, philanthropy opportunity, so many right. aspects of influence that the high tech industry has created and is creating right now. And, you know, I feel that, um, first of all, I'm learning so much and there is so much space for innovation uh, in my current, uh, in my current position. Uh, and, you know, the high-tech industry is growing, and I think we need to be a part of that, and we need to nature that, and we need to do everything in our power as, you know, one of the leading uh, financial organizations in Israel in order to move this uh, uh, train even faster and to grow this uh, amazing uh, industry even more than it was before. And um, and it combines really many of my values, uh, and, and, you know, I, I feel really happy to be in this path today. But Sheva, I have to say that, you know, <clears throat> tying it all together, all the way from, you know, getting that personal experience, seeing that, you know, a around also Israel, we have, you know, all these communities that, that need the support and, and need this assistance. And it's not just the, you know, the startup nation and, and Tel Aviv. Going into an organization, understanding how to make an impact on a specific group of people, growing the organization, you know, tenfold as the CEO for many years and, and making it international and making such a huge impact today. Every single person I walk on the street, they know Unistream and they, and there's, we're just so proud to have this amazing organization as part of our DNA, as part of our core culture. Every year in Echalat Arbut, the main stage of Israel, having this competition among youth that would have never necessarily thought about building a company. I think that's just, it's, it's an incredible, incredible thing that I'm completely inspired by. But even, even more than that, understanding that the, Continuing to make this impact and growing this impact, getting that business opportunity and getting that business experience, going to a, a bank, which you wouldn't necessarily think of as a, you know, a high tech 
entrepreneurial activity, but it really is because it's such a core part of our ecosystem and, and your role specifically as head of Pauline High Tech, making that, uh, making that intersection. I think it's phenomenal. And I'm so excited to see the incredible impact you're, you're going to continue doing and, and getting inspired by it. And, and, and one day, please let me work for you. Uh, but I told them, thank you for coming to this show. I really appreciate it. And I need thank three you. words that you would use to describe yourself. Uh, wow. Um, entrepreneurship, definitely. Uh, I want to say leadership. And um, I need a, another one. It's uh, a hard one. Yeah. Uh, I want to say... Um, I want to say giving, trying to be the giving person. I love uh, that. I, I just that's love that. That's really important. I always say, try, you know, it's much easier to be in the giving side than the asking side or the needing side. So as long as I can be in the giving side in every aspect of my life, I really try to, you know, to do everything in my power to actually be at that side and to justify it. So, uh, so I, I want to say giving. Amazing. And I hope I will be Shabbat. able to say that for the rest of my life. <laughs> thank you for your time thank you for the inspiration thank this you. was just inspiring and stay safe and stay healthy thank you thank you very much